Hey y'all, hey, welcome to the Girl Regardless Podcast. I'm your host, Janae. Listen, I hope you're doing good. Tonight's episode is going to be a very, I would say soul-checking one, (laughs) humbling one. I know our last episode, we talked about the power of humility and how being humble is the way to go if you are wanting to build stronger relationships. And we had Miss Ebony Pollard on with us. And a lot of you guys have reached out to me in regards to how that episode empowered and encouraged you. So if you have not, you can check that episode out. It's called Humble Love. The, the something, the the power of humility in building stronger relationships or something along those lines. So go ahead and check that out. But tonight's episode, like I said, is going to be a really good one. Um, before we get into that, I just want to say thank you to everyone that have reached out to me regarding my birthday. My birthday was April the 12th. So yeah, I'm 29 and I'm just so happy to be here. Happy to be alive. 28 was a whole lot, but God is still good. And he's so gracious. He's so merciful. He's so kind. He's so loving. I have nothing, nothing to be complaining about. So I am just so happy. So again, thank you everyone who has reached out to me. Um, to wish me a happy birthday. So, on to it. Tonight's episode is titled, A Heart to Serve, Cultivating a Servant Mentality. I want to say that again. A Heart to Serve, Cultivating a Servant Mentality. So, listen, we already know that this season... The Lord really has us focusing on restoration, the power of restoration, and some underlying, underlining, underlying themes of this season has been, I would say so myself, very much to toil. What do I mean by that? Definitely working this thing out if you want to receive restoration it ain't just no open-handed gimme 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 type of thing this is going to require work soul work mind will and emotion emotional work (laughs) so yeah this episode is for you If you are feeling like, man, Janae, we've talked, we've chatted it up, I've listened to your podcast, but for some reason, I'm just feeling like I didn't done all that, I didn't prayed about it, X, Y, and Z, and still, 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 I am trying to figure this thing out. And servitude might just be your way out. Your way in, rather. Your way into restoration. 
servitude may be really what you need to kickstart and catapult you into the things of God. And so if that's you, please stay tuned because we are going to be talking about having a heart to serve. And I might step on some toes a little bit, but best believe this episode is going to uplift you because truth can sometimes be a hard pill to swallow, but once you swallow it, you already feel it working. You already feel it working. Have you ever had like Benadryl? Yo, you take that Benadryl, go, go. Then like 2.5 seconds later, man, you out for the count. That's pretty much, (laughs) that's pretty much what the truth is. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. And I'd love for you to talk back to me because I really, really, really love reading your comments. I really love, um, replying to your comments. I really love just seeing where your head is and, you know, having that conversation because I am talking to y'all like, and I love when you talk back. So again, um, feel free to respond back. I know if you listen on Spotify, we have, um, about half of the audience listens on Spotify. So I'd encourage you if you haven't already to, um, when I post questions and polls, man, don't hesitate. Do not hesitate to respond and interact with me because I do read them and I do share them so that other people can be encouraged as well. Or if you don't want to do that and say you listen on another podcast platform, that's fine. Um, hopefully you are on social media and you can follow me there. All that information will be in the show notes. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started and I will be right Welcome to the Grow Regardless podcast. I'm your host, Janae Siobhan. This podcast is the place where those who are withered come to bloom. Here, you will be empowered and encouraged with biblical, practical, and spiritual tools that will help you navigate life boldly, effortlessly, and fearlessly with Christ and for Christ. All right, so welcome back. We're going to get right into it. Well, not quite because I want to go ahead and pray. So, Lord, I just thank you, God. I thank you for the opportunity to be able to pour into this person tonight, Lord, today, this morning, this afternoon, whenever they are choosing to spend time with me today. I am always so honored, Lord, so honored, so honored. And I pray that you continue to pour into me as I pour out. I pray that I decrease and you increase. I pray that the words that go forth are words of um, encouragement, words of correction, if need be, words of wisdom, words of insight, words of knowledge, I, the purpose of this entire platform is to grow, 
to grow, to grow, to grow regardless, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of how they feel, regardless if they feel that they should or if they have any right or validity to being and acting and feeling how they feel. Lord, you charged us to grow regardless. So I pray that the listener is fueled by that piece of affirmation, piece of of motivation to keep going, to continue to fight that good fight, to continue to keep hold on eternal life and not to be um, succumb to the world and its its lust and the world and its 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 ways of thinking and doing. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Holy Spirit, I ask that you speak through me, God, that those that are listening will be able to understand on their level, whatever that level is. You know how to talk to them, Lord, and I just want to be used, God. So I pray that this time is beneficial and glorifying to you, that you get all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So listen, like I told y'all, this episode might ruffle a little feathers, might ruffle your feathers a little bit. And, you know, I think, I think it's because our nature (laughs) is to be served and pride often renders its head when we are to be of service because it's causing us to put our own wants and desires on a back burner and to put another's to the forefront. But it's all good. It's all good. So listen, you know how I like to do, right? I had to hit up my girl Miriam, my girl Miriam Webster, because she be having all the good definitions for the most part, for the most part. Dictionary.com do be kind of hitting sometimes, but Miriam Webster, she was on it. And I wanted to look up the definition of serve, right? Served, serving, all of that. And let me peep these synonyms. Hold on. All right, nah, because she's going someplace else with that. All right, so listen. So these are some things that really stuck out to me. And I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. So I want to talk, I want to use, so so hold on, hold on, hold on. Because what I want to do is I want to go back to... tonight's title right having a heart to serve a heart to serve cultivating a servant mentality so how can i be more apt thank you holy spirit apt to serve right like you know, whatever you see your hands, whatever you see that you can put your hands onto, do it. That's having a heart to serve, right? If you see a need needs to be met, you meet the need, having a heart to serve. You're not necessarily having someone to tell you, hey, 
go ahead and take that garbage out even though it's flies and everything around it you know you feel like somebody got to push you to do that you get what i'm saying that's not necessarily having a heart because if you see that something needs to be taken care of you should be apt to do it right so we're going to be talking about what does that look like having a heart to serve having a desire to serve having a a a a zeal a press a want to serve right and we're going to be talking about that through the power of the holy spirit tonight on how we can cultivate that servant mentality because we know that jesus came with the whole intention to serve his entire life was based off of servant a servant a servitude rather he died on the cross not for himself but for us that's the most that's service right there even that's why when you see military military personnel the first thing people say is thank you for your service because they understand that that person has put their life on the line for me and my freedoms if you're in america a lot of my listeners are from america but we do have some people overseas so a lot of my analogies and things that i reference would be american based so um united states based rather so you know western civilization so my whole thing is just bear with me with the analogy but i'm sure you'll you'll you you kind of get the gist of what what i'm saying so pretty much you know here in america when we see someone that has served in the military whether active or you know on the reserved or you know no longer active what we usually say is thank you for your service because we're acknowledging the fact that they put their own lives on the line for us and even for those who have died we have a lot of memorials a lot of things showcasing our honor towards that person's heart to serve us and allow us to have the freedoms that excuse me that we now have or that we can continue to have right so that's what we're going to be talking about tonight what does a heart to serve look like what does that look like for a christian what does that look like for a new believer what does that look like for someone who claims to be a christ follower a follower of christ what does that look like and what should you look out for when you hanging around people you connected to certain people and they saying one thing but they doing something else what is are their fruit shown what is their fruit showing you get what i'm saying a lot of us are i feel this in my spirit a lot of you guys i don't want to say a lot because i don't want to presume but i do believe that there are some of you that are listening to me who are in need of a church home like you're looking for a church home and that's not I do feel the need to say this. It just popped in my spirit, so I'm going to just say it. A lot of you guys are looking for a church home, which is good, which is good, you know? And one of the things that I feel like I need to let you know is look, look around you. Look around you and see who is actually doing work, hospitality, who's serving, on the usher board do you know anyone that is um 
you know, helping the pastor in a certain way? Um, is there any teams or something that you can be a part of to upkeep the church ministry, the hospitality ministry, all of these, all of these things, right? How can I, how can I, how can I best be utilized here? While I'm not just being fed the word of God through the man of God or the woman of God, but now I'm also, um, and not in a legalistic way, so don't misunderstand me. You know, we're not counting tallies here. We're not getting gold stars here. But simply, what can I do to be of better help? Because remember, we are one body with many members, right? So we got to keep each other up. We got to keep the church up. We got to keep the things going within the church. If you see something that needs to be helped with the youth, with the, with the, with the whatever, whatever, outreach, missions, whatever you can see where you can be the most beneficial, put your hands onto that. Because having that acknowledgement, right? Thank you, Holy Spirit. What the Holy Spirit is trying to get you to see is outside of yourself, right? Outside of yourself. How can I? put myself to use in this ministry. That is ultimately checking my heart's posture and cultivating a servant mentality. So I pray whoever that was for that you got your marching orders, <laughs> you got your marching orders and you go forth and whatever church you will be attending that you do have that unction, that zeal, that press to go ahead and serve in whatever capacity you believe the Lord may be leading you to serve in. So praise God for you. Praise God for you. Okay. So back to Merriam Webster, right? So she's, she has some words, some trans transitive verbs that I want to um, acknowledge. So one of those is um, to perform the duties of, right? Um, to comply with the commands or demands of, to give the service and respect due to a superior, that's a good one, that's a good one, and to be a servant to. Hmm, to serve, to serve. Because having a heart to serve requires work. This is what I was talking about before we cue the intro. Having that restoration is going to require you to do something, right? So if we're if we're trying to have a servant's heart or a heart to serve, then that means my heart's posture has to be nestled in humility. I mean, I have to be diving in humility. I have to be all in like none of me all of you jesus like that's where i have to be because a servant's heart is someone who is not looking at oneself you're not looking at how this situation is how this situation is going to make you look or how doing this is going to make you look, or how doing this is even going to make you feel. Because a servant ultimately sees the bigger picture. Thank you, Holy Spirit. A servant ultimately sees the bigger picture. They're not looking at the fact like, oh my gosh, I have to go through this to get this. 
hence Jesus, even though we know that when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, he was praying to the father, like, Lord, please take this cup from me. If you know, if it's your will, if it's not your will, you know what I'm saying? Because look, this is a little too much. I'm out here sweating blood bullets. Okay. I'm under high stress right now. What you asking me to do is like a lot. So like just one more check-in, please, before I go ahead now. And God, Jesus, he saw the bigger picture. The bigger picture was to serve mankind, to save mankind, right? So at the end of the day, the 33 years that he was on this earth, straight up service straight up servitude mentality is to serve the healing ministry the 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 miracles that he performed everything that jesus did talking to this um what what was the religious leaders the pharisees and the sadducees talking to them because they talking like you know they know more they got all this head knowledge but they heart their heart their heart their hearts was far from God. They could not see God and he was right in their faces. But yet they had all the head knowledge, all of the, all of the, all of the, all of the, all of the things that will make you believe like, wow, they know their stuff. Even Paul, Jesus said, hey, God said, hey, Paul, doesn't it hurt to kick against the prick or something like that? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Kick. Hold on. Against the prick. Um. Because that was like. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, Acts verse 9 through 5. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Acts 9. He was talking to Saul like, listen, homeboy, I know your conscience now. Isn't it? <laughs> you doing all that. You doing all that and you and you honestly blind. You 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 don't you don't you don't even know what you're doing. So So that is the thing. Like That is the thing. Sorry y'all. All right. I got okay. So, yes, isn't it hard to kick against the prick? So, at the end of the day, it's like we have to understand our heart's posture. We have to understand what having that servant mentality is because the reality is 
the Sadducees, the Pharisees, Saul, literally they believed that they were doing what they were supposed to do, that their heart was in the right place, that their service was in the right place. Do you get what I'm saying? So when we recognize like, okay, Lord, where is my heart? Where is my heart? What, show me my heart, reveal my heart to me towards how I perceive the things of God. Ooh, how I perceive the things of God, right? Because Saul's perception of the things of God were twisted. The Sadducees and the Pharisees, their perception of the things of God were, were, were twisted. And oftentimes we could find ourselves in the same exact boat. Because a lot of times we are doing things in the church. We have our hands towards things in the church, things in the ministry, and our heart is not in it. How do you know your heart is not in it? Because you are not holding yourself accountable to righteousness. God says that, you know, we got to be doing things in decency and in order period, period. And I remember I went to Liberty University and our um, founder, Jerry Falwell Sr., he used to say, if it's Christian, it ought to be better. If it's Christian, it ought to be better. And that thought process is just simply saying, we don't, we don't need to be half doing stuff. And the only reason why it's half, we have doing it because our hearts is not fully in it. Because when you truly are into something, you're going to give it your all. When you're truly invested into someone, you're going to give them your all. When you're truly invested in your business, you're going to give it your all. When you're truly invested in your schoolwork, you're going to give it your all. When you're truly invested in anything, you're going to give it your all. That's why the scripture says for what, um, hold on for where your, for where your treasure is. That's where your heart also be. Hold on for where your treasure is. Cause, um, we, we want to, we want to make sure. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. In the King James Version says, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Matthew 6, 21. So at the end of the day, for whatever your wherever your treasure is, that means the things that you that you hold dear, the things that you um that you have um, you know, the things that you hold value to, all of these things. That's where you're going to find your heart. So if you have doing the things of God and you're not doing it in decency and you're not doing it in order, and a lot of it is just, you know, I have to do it because I have to do it. Very legalistic, very religious. Best believe that is not having a heart, a servant's heart. 
that is not going to cultivate a servant mentality. Because the Lord, his desire is for you to do things because you have a desire to do it, because you have a heart to do it, not because you feel obligated to do it, not because you feel like you have to do it or you're doing it because, hey, if I don't do it, pastor going to be looking at me funny. If I don't do it, then, you know, I'm going to be looked down upon or the Lord is not going to bless me or whatever your thought process is. Cause see, a lot of times we be doing stuff out of identity just to say we doing it. Oh, I got a podcast. That makes me a podcaster. Oh, I got a, um, I got a business that make me a business owner. I got an LLC. I'm a whole business owner now. Oh, I got this. I got that. Oh, I do this in the church. I do that in the church. Da, 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 da. All of it is about me, 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 me. Where is God in this? Nothing is saying nothing about what what glory this is bringing to God. Is your fruit fruiting? Am I bringing people to church because of my impact? Is people being is being drawn to me? Like I say, like a moth to a flame. Why me doing all this? Is there more heads in the pew? More people in the pew? Is there more people? You know what what is my fruit looking like? What is my fruit looking like? And that's honestly where we need to be when it comes to cultivating a servant mentality. Because uh, someone with a servant's heart, they are only filled and complete because they are serving. They don't feel filled and complete because they are how can I put this? They aren't feeling served incomplete because of a title that they hold. They aren't feeling served incomplete because now they got an extracurricular activity that they could do and they won't be alone and they won't be bored and they just doing it to kiki and have community. And all of that is good, but the reality is the motivation, the motivation is wrong, the intent is wrong. So yes, that person's mentality is going to be a whole lot different because they're not looking at me it's not and, and and see this is what i this is what i this is what i perceive i perceive that that person that truly wants to serve is not going to be looking at how other people see them in the midst of serving does that make sense like they are not going to be focused on what Sally, Jane, and Sue is doing. They're going to be focused on, is this right? Is this what I, is Lord, how do you like this? Holy Spirit, please show me how to do this. Holy Spirit, please lead me and guide me on how to be able to um, do this, do that. You get what I'm saying? How can I bring more people into church? What is my, what is, what is my, what does my role entail? How can my role better the kingdom, better the body of Christ? That is a service mentality. A service mentality is how can I, the bigger picture, going back to the bigger picture, how can I make this thing better than where, than where I started? We see servant, people with servant mentalities everywhere. You got people at your job. 
they be striving for promotion for promotion for promotion a lot of the times the not the non the, the factor the primary factor is the fact that they continually see what needs to be bettered and they better it that's it that's it it's sacrifice involved a lot of us don't want to do that. We want to feel comfortable. If it ain't in my schedule, then it ain't from God. And that ain't true. But a lot of us, we be having that mindset, having that mentality. Oh, well, look, if it was on God, know I work on weekends. So the fact that it happened on a weekend, that just was my cue not to go. No, service requires sacrifice. Jesus was required to be away from people, sacrificing a lot of things, sacrificing his whole life, sacrificing his whole personhood, pers whatever it was that he could have, that he was tempted by, he had to, he had to, listen, I can't be giving in to none of that. I know, I know the bigger picture. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. I know what I'm called to do. I know what my identity is. I know why I'm here. I'm not about to be getting distracted. I'm not about to be getting, you know, whatever, all of the things. So at the end of the day, we got to realize like, yo, we really got to stay true to ourselves. Like, hmm, why am I really not giving 100%? What is it about my mentality that is not um, pushing servitude? What is it do I really believe in my heart as to why I can't or why I don't do these things? Is it fear? Is it slothfulness? Is it laziness? Is it indifference? Do you feel like God owes you something? Do you feel like you're constantly doing things with no reward? Well, listen, check yourself. If that's how you're feeling, check yourself. Because the mentality right there is rooted in entitlement. The mentality there is saying, Lord, I'm doing this. Now you owe me. God does not serve us. God does not serve us. We serve him. He is our master. We are literally his slaves. A lot of y'all not going to like that, but it's the truth. I'm, you either going to be a slave to sin or a slave to righteousness. Either or. You pick, you pick what you want to do. Because you can't be um, independent in yourself and dependent on God. You cannot. You either going to be totally in or totally out. It can't be no, I have my cake and eat it too type of mentality. Oh, I can do what I want here. Oh, I can feel how I feel here. Oh, I can be inconsistent here. Oh, I can be consistent there. No, it does not work like that. I'm going to go ahead and read Philippians 2 and five but i want to i really want to read the whole um the whole chapter i'm reading this not the whole chapter but i'm gonna read it from um the first verse to the fifth verse this is philippians chapter two verses one through five but i really want to hone in on um verse five so therefore starting verse one therefore if there is any consolation in christ if any comfort of love if any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, 
of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. And then verse five, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. But, oh, and the church like to say this part, six, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Oh yeah, we about to do this whole thing. Holy Spirit, you was right when we said we was gonna read the whole thing. Verse nine, therefore God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I do want to read, I do want to read, um, let me see. Yeah, this is good. This is good. This is good. I want to read, I want to go to verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who works in you, hallelujah, both to will and to do, hallelujah, Jesus, Holy Spirit, God, y'all are on it tonight. Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm gonna read verse 13 again. For it is God who works in you, both to will, okay, 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 having a servant's heart, a heart to serve, both to will and to do, do, that's a verb, a whole verb, for his good pleasure, listen, nah, if that ain't what we've been talking about since I got on the mic, I don't know what is, Verse 14, Holy Spirit, you preaching to us. Okay, verse 14, do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God. Now this is, this is talking to the church. We talking to the church. We ain't talking to unbelievers. Harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. This is where we're talking about the unbelievers, the world, right? Among whom you shine as lights in the world. A lot of y'all be trying to hide under the pew, hide in the cut, light all beaming out, but you trying to dim it up, okay? holding fast the word of life so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. A lot of us, a lot of us 
a lot of us, a lot of us got to repent because a lot of us are in this current atmosphere. We are literally doing this. I have, I'm doing all this service, all this service, all this service, but the reality is, is in vain. I'm laboring in vain. Mm. Let the Lord reveal if that's any of us. Lord, help us. Help us if that is any of us. Mm. And 17, yes. And if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all for the same reason you also be glad and rejoice with me. Hallelujah. And this was, this was, this was, I believe, Paul talking um, to us. Okay. So that's how Paul ended it. Listen, if you want to have a servant mentality, you got to recognize one thing. You got to be, a lot of the people in the world say, yo, we got to be hip. You got to be, you got to, you got to know this one thing, right? People are going to be people. I promise you, my dad, he'd be saying this, nay, people are going to be people. Trust God and love people, period. Because at the end of the day, people be peopling, okay? And they will do things, they will say things, they will, they will, they will, they will perceive things as not being so. They will just be presumptuous and assumptive and assumptuous or whatever the word is. They will be that way. But you know what? People are going to be people and you probably have done the same thing. In the eyes of someone else, you that same type of person. So at the end of the day, the Lord is looking at us. He's looking at how we move, how we operate, how we choose to do things. And he's going to hold us accountable for what we do. For every word, for every idle word and every idle deed. That sounds like service to me. That sounds like servitude to me. That means that if my daddy is going to be holding me accountable to what I do, that means I need to have a heart to serve. And that means that I need to have the mentality of a servant. To serve and not to be served, to decrease and 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 the Lord increase. That I'm constantly wanting to, having a willingness to, having a desire to show show to show up, to show up and to do things in decency and in order, to do things that I see needs to be done without gripe, without complaining, without. Um, doing things begrudgingly without doing things out of habit and, 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 and things being monotonous. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're constantly doing things because it's habitual. You're doing things because you don't know what else to do. And then your heart is fully out of it. Not only are you doing damage to your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, but you're also like, you're, you're also pouring that poison out on those that you're serving those that you're impacting. That's why I believe the Lord said what he said when he said, I'm going to hold you accountable for every idle word and every idle deed that you've done because it is, it is serious. A lot of us will not know 
how impactful our lack of service, our lack of servitude, our lack of, of having a servant's heart and a servant mentality cause um, someone else to fumble, to fall, to be um, out of alignment. A lot of times we don't put that into perspective when we are in service or being of, you know, in any type of um, service with people or or in the house of God or doing anything. We don't really think too much about how this is impacting us in the physical or the spiritual. We don't really care. It's just like, oh, I, well, this is what I always do. So I'm gonna just keep doing it. And even when the Lord do check us, oh Lord, I'm sorry, da, 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 da. And then we go right back to doing it the same old way. Nothing's changing. It's like, it's really a hard head makes a soft behind. You got to be laid out somewhere for you to finally see, oh snap, the Lord was trying to get my attention the whole time. But yeah, here I am trying to do my own thing, trying to fill all the fields, trying to believe what I believe, being deceived by the enemy because I'm not feeling like it, or I'm tired of this, or I wish it was this way, or I wish it was that way. And it's like, yo, a servant's mentality, a servant's heart does not care to be filled. It cares to pour out. It does not look for other people to fill them up. They know that they're going to get their filling from the Lord. They're not looking for people to be like, oh my gosh, to flatter them and to be all up on them and to have words that are smoother than oil all up on them. No, they already know, listen, whether the pastor acknowledge me or not, I'm gonna still do what I'm supposed to do. Whether anybody say anything about me or affirm me or validate me, I'm gonna still do what I'm supposed to do. I don't care if no, if I don't never get no award, I don't care if I don't never get no validation. At the end of the day, I'm looking for God to validate me. I'm looking for God to pour into me. I'm looking for God to um to do this for me. That's where they're getting their momentum from. That's where they're getting their zeal from. That's where they're getting their mentality from. They're not looking for people to give it to them. They're not looking for man to give it to them. They already know who they getting it from. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when you are having this thought process, literally you're working in sin. Sin is ultimately self-will. So you're doing things for your own will, your own desire, your own purpose, your own motive, your own accord. And you're not even looking to God for any of this. You are sinning. You are practicing self-will. That's where you are. That's why I'm telling you, yo, it's important, it's important, it's important that you are not doing this out of your own strength, that you are not doing this because you feel like, oh, this is just something that I should do. You're doing this because one, God calls you to this, but two, you know, a three, a three strong, a three, um, what is it? A three chord is, I always get that verse messed up. Hold on. A three chord is not a threefold chord. Okay. Hold on. Ecclesiastes 4.12. I'm going to be reading it from, um, um, hold on. 
New King James Version. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand them, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. That's why going back to us being one body with many members, we all got to hold each other up. But how can we do that if one is not pulling a weight, if one is taking on all the bearings, or whatever the case may be? We're called to serve. And if everybody just plays their part and knows what they ought to do, having that mentality to love above the offense, to love above the reactions, to love above the side eyes or the lack thereof. Listen, we'd all be, we'd all be good. We'd all be good. But again, it takes a spirit of humility. It takes a spirit of humility. And that's why you have to check yourself. You have to check yourself. Where is my heart in this? Where is my heart in this? Where is my heart in this? Because that's ultimately what it is. You got to understand that it's about God. It's not about us. It's about God is not about us. And when you realize, when you can examine yourself and see like, yo, this whole time I've been operating in me, this whole time I've been operating with my wants, my desires, my feelings, my emotions, my own thought processes, my own ways of thinking. When we realize like, yo, I've been out of pocket for too long. I've been thinking about, <laughs> I've been I've been having my own thoughts, fighting with the pastor, preaching with the pastor while I'm listening because he out of pocket whole time, out of order. Is because we don't, we want to be served low key. We want to be served low key. It's that pride. It's that pride. And trust me, listen, I've been there. The Lord has been revealing some things to me like, yo, shorty, you got to get it right. You got to get it right. Because of what the Lord ultimately wants you to do is acknowledge and repent and turn from it. That's it. You don't got to be condemning yourself for it. You don't got to be like, oh my gosh, Lord. Like if you see yourself in this episode, be like, Lord, thank God for showing me. Thank God for showing me me. Thank God for showing me me. And that's it. And once you do that, you repent and the Lord will be able to do the work. He'll be able to do the work, but you got to surrender. You got to surrender. You got to be having a willing spirit, a willing spirit. I was talking to my friend um, last night and we were talking about just the desire to yield, to yield. Like we just need to just yield. That's really all it's taking is for that humble heart, for that humility, that's the only thing that's going to allow us to do what we're called to do is if we yield. Yield to what, Nay? Yield to God. Yield to his perfect purpose for you. Yield to 
humbling yourself yield to the things that you don't want to yield to the things that the lord is calling you to yield to and you're not doing it that's what we're yielding to all right i'll see you on the outro listen y'all tonight's episode was take a deep breath take a deep breath take a deep breath because it was a lot but it was necessary and for those who got it got it and for those who don't don't worry about it the lord is dealing with you he dealing with you he dealing with you okay listen i thank you so much for joining me i want to put you on to our episode for next week. I am so excited. We are going to have a special guest with us. We are going to be talking about trusting God through seasons of change and uncertainty. We're going to have Miss Ronika Benjamin with us of Ronika Mallory Transformation Studio. She is such a blessing and such an encouragement. And I know she's going to have a word from the Lord. I'm so excited for her to like pour into y'all and really like encourage you because this is a season of transitions also right we got restoration and within this restoration process god is moving a lot of us he's moving he's transitioning us in a whole lot of different ways a lot of us are in spring season a lot of us are in our winter season a lot of us are in our fall season um a lot of us are in our hold on summer season You get what I'm saying? So we're trusting God through these different seasons of change and uncertainty. A lot of us are on the edge right now because of what's going on in our world. And if you're not surrendering to the spirit and walking in the spirit, the Holy Spirit, so that you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh, you will be on edge ready to square up. You will. Snapping at everybody that look at you crazy, people cutting you off in the, in the, while you driving all that stuff be ready to bop somebody listen Mm-mm-mm-mm. no 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 so she's gonna be, <laughs> she's gonna be talking to us and i already know like we're gonna have a good time in the lord and i'm excited like god is doing a work and i'm so excited to have y'all join us so that episode is going to be april 21st at midnight um, and I'm, I'm just so excited to have Miss Ronika with us. So again, if you haven't already, you know, leave us a review. Um, again, I want to thank Jonathan for being a monthly supporter of the Grow Regardless podcast. We have subscriptions starting at 99 cents per month, all the way up into up to $9.99 per month. And if you want and you feel led to sew on a monthly basis to the Grow Regardless podcast, you can do so. It's all the way at the bottom. It's been at the bottom. It's something that Anchor has set up. Well, now Spotify for Podcasters has set up. So that's always been there. I don't really call it out, 
but I do want to give Jonathan a shout out for doing that. And if you also want to support us here in this ministry and you believe in this ministry, you can do that as well. Um, so yeah, I love y'all and I just cannot wait to come back on here to talk about more things of God and just, especially that topic about transitions because, ugh, broham, listen, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. So join us, join me, and I'm just so excited to be chatting it up with y'all, okay? I love you and I will talk to you soon. Bye.